trigger warning the content of this episode will include a lot of triggering words i am not mentioning them right now because i don't want to trigger anyone but just be aware that tomorrow like the drama i will be talking about is primarily based on suicide and we have a lot of cases and each case has something more triggering attached to it that is causing someone to want to commit suicide we shouldn't say commit that's trying to make someone die by suicide basically so just listen with caution or don't listen at all if your heart cannot take it i will try to give a warning before i talk about a case that like i know a lot of people will not be able to handle (sighs) it was hard for me to watch it too guys hi everyone welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast i'm your host your chingu and i'm glad you tuned in hi so on today's episode i will be talking about another 2022 k drama i have completed and it is titled tomorrow i'm telling you guys the title right now because (laughs) i tend to forget until i get to the plot synopsis like when i'm about to read that i'm like oh yeah the title is this yeah so we will be talking about tomorrow if you have listened to like the last five previous episodes then i have been talking about the fact that i am watching this i'm actually watching this with a bunch of other things and i did tell you guys that i will be putting out our blues before this however i completed this one first because our blues literally stopped airing on sunday by the way today is june what june 14th i completed watching tomorrow yesterday june 13th so i am recording today um before i start and tell you guys anything about this drama i need to give a trigger warning guys this drama is based on suicide just be alarmed and be aware that this episode will contain a lot of violent language a lot of violent actions a lot of triggering words they were really triggering for me i even had to skip one episode because i just couldn't take it i couldn't take the content but at the same time like the drama is so fluffy that's why i love the way they showed what they showed And if you guys can remember, I said it on another episode that I love that what they're showing is so heavy, but the way they're showing it makes it look so much lightweight, but it still has the same impact, if that makes any sense. So yeah, that is a trigger warning. Now a disclaimer, this episode will not be spoiler free. I will try not to give away too much. But since I stopped doing the unfiltered recap section of episodes, I'm just going to talk about this freely. And this is like the first drama I'm going to attempt to talk about without notes because I told you guys I stopped taking notes. So I want to see how it turns out to be. I'm just letting you know these three things about this episode. (laughs) So I started tomorrow, May 7th. Wow, it took me more than a month to complete it. But you guys know if you listen to another episode i did put it on hold (laughs) because i wanted to focus on stuff um i actually gave in and i watched an episode or two during the time that i put it on hold but yeah i was going to title this watch tomorrow i promise you will not regret it but i think i'm going to title it something like i need a season two of tomorrow or something like that because i do (laughs) it is so freaking good so to answer the question is tomorrow worth watching yes it is worth watching like it is so good watch it and to give you guys a basic rundown basically we have grim rippers i just said that so wrong grim reapers because it's reap to reap yeah so i'm just gonna call them grs from now on because you can tell it's really hard for me to pronounce it a grim reaper yeah 
So it's a biology arts and the afterworld and we have different departments in the afterworld. And one of the teams is called the risk management team. And they basically are supposed to prevent people from committing suicide or trying to die by suicide. I want to stop saying committing because it's not a crime. Yeah, so that's their job. And then we have this human who is played by Rowan, by the way. Oh my gosh, I love Rowan so much. Y'all like watching him in this drama. Y'all know I only started for Lee Soo Hyuk. But I just realized that I actually love Rowan a lot as an actor. Anyway, so Rowan is a regular youth (laughs) trying to get a job he keeps failing at interviews all he wants is to just get a job he saves someone who's trying to fall into han river he falls into it with the person and then he goes into a coma when he gets to the afterworld he is given a deal that he can either stay in a coma for three years but there's a lot of things that could go wrong in those three years like his mom dying and stuff like from waiting and from the pain being too much for her to bear or he could work at jimadung which is the afterworld that's what it's called he can work there for six months and then return and wake up from his coma obviously he takes the six months offer (laughs) because that's wiser and he is placed in a risk management team now the people he is placed with obviously kim his son is the female lead she is a badass in this drama i love her so much and i think everything i've watched of kim his son i love angry mom is one of my favorite dramas and y'all know she was the female lead in that i just love how she's always this independent strong woman like in everything i've watched of her yeah so kim his son is the team leader of the risk management team and then we have this new actor i've never seen him before i don't think i have oh my gosh i fell in love with him too his name is yoon jion that's his real name but in the drama he plays lim rungu and kim Sun plays gurion and then we have another team they are the escort team basically when a person dies they escort the soul to the afterworld and the team leader for that team is lee su hyuk now no one likes the risk management team because they're just like why do we need one plus no one really likes gurion because the story is that she came from hell and they're like why the the director give her a chance if she came from hell so it's like all complicated but the point is no one wants the risk management team to survive so they're always butting heads with the other departments and obviously lisa yo hates them <laughs> with a passion because personally he just doesn't like people who try to die by suicide because he's like they're giving up the most precious thing which is life and if they want to make that choice they can make the choice and we shouldn't care about it kind of thing but it's because he has been hurt in the past so that's part of his own backstory try not to give away too much but yeah so that is generally a basic rundown of tomorrow so each episode is a case actually some episodes go over to an episode and a half later but yeah typically one episode is for one case and we watch people who want to die by suicide and basically the risk management team has to save them from dying by suicide And they have this app on their phone. It shows a person's profile and it shows their suicidal levels. If it's like really up, if it's like close to 100, it'll be flashing red. But then they have to bring it down until it's in the green um, range. Like the color and the numbers are really low. It is so worth it. I will read the plot synopsis at some point. You all know how it goes, but I just want it to give a basic rundown in my own words. (laughs) 
But yeah, it has a lot of humor. For a drama that is as heavy as this, it made me laugh so much. And that's why I love it a lot. Like, I cried, I laughed, it traumatized me, tortured me. I had to recover from what I watched. Like, it was just the perfect drama. Like, I mean, now I don't want to watch anything else. I just want to watch a fluffy sea drama because I feel like this one was a lot for me to handle. But at the same time, I still think it is worth watching. It is so good. <sighs> anyway, so I actually want to tell you guys what each case was about. And I will give like a brief statement concerning each one. And I'll tell you guys the one that I skipped because I couldn't handle it. So the first one was about bullying. I lost my appetite. Like literally I was eating and I was watching and I just, I just didn't want to eat anymore. Dang. I was just like, what? Like people actually go through this. Like you just, you just want to bully someone because you feel like you have the upper hand. Y'all need to watch it. It has something to do with pen clicking. We have this girl. I don't even know why they made fun of her. I don't remember if they said she smelled or something. Oh, no, no, no. What happened was, so we have this popular girl. She's basically complaining in class about, like, I think her boyfriend is cheating on her or he dumped her or something. And then we have another girl who's sitting with her friend and she is, like, chatting with her and they're laughing. Now, the popular girl is like, oh, so you're laughing at me, even though she wasn't. And then she beats her up, like, with her team. <sighs> and then she holds the pen and she's like, whenever I click the pen, laugh. They made her life miserable, right? Now, in the future, the popular girl becomes a writer and she writes about bullying. And the other girl becomes a... Uh, I don't remember what her job was. But anyway, they have to be in the same room and the girl keeps clicking her pen. At first, she doesn't even recognize her, which is sad because, like, she made her life such a living hell. But she didn't even recognize that she did that to her while the, the victim is over here suffering. And then she keeps clicking her pen. Finally, she recognizes her and she starts bullying her again. And one thing you should know is that the risk management team or like most of the GRs, they're able to transform themselves into reality. But if they bump into someone who knows them, like if Rowan bumps into someone like his family, they see him as a different person. But yeah, so they're able to take on different jobs and whatever that will help them uh, save people. Yeah, so their job in this episode was that they were helping with the filming production team. And so basically, that's how they were able to save her. But bro, like, one thing I love about Kim Hee-sun's um, character is, like, after she saves the person from dying, she actually goes and she beats up the person who caused it. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. They usually show it in the epilogue of most episodes. I think she stopped doing that after a while though. So for this episode, she went to like the bully and she made her experience exactly what the victim experienced. So like she put her in the same situation. So like when the bully used to kick her, instead of kicking the girl, she was kicking herself. And then like she just made her experience a little bit of what she made the victim go through. And the bully started begging. I'm like, bro, that was what you did to someone. Like, you tortured this girl for many years, but you can't even go through it for five minutes. Like, yeah, I really love that she did that. Anyway, so that was what the first case was about. I actually talked about it more than I wanted to. <laughs> um, So the second case was about failing exams. This one, oh my gosh, I felt it on another level. Like it hit differently. It hit close to home, bro. Like he would study so much, but he still wouldn't pass. So he would usually pass 
the first so i think the exam is like a series where you pass like multiple ones and he would always pass the first but then this year he didn't even pass the first and the person was actually rowan's best friend so this case was really dear to rowan because it's his best friend in reality so they really try to help him but yeah i felt this on another level because i was just like this is so realistic like you study so hard and you still don't do as well as you think on an exam yeah before i go on i just want to say that every case I think everyone will be able to relate to at least one of the cases that they showed. First case was about bullying. The second one is about failing exams. The third one was about losing a loved one. And dang, the actor that actually was in this case was um Sung Yoon. Is he Sung Yoon from Winner? I think his name is now Yoon. So I'm guessing it's Sung Yoon. I'm trying to see if I made a note of his name so I can tell you guys. Okay, I'm just gonna search winner. So his name is Kang Sung Yoon. He plays the husband who loses his wife in this episode and he wants to die by suicide because he can't take it anymore. Because he also, because of a lot of things that have happened in his life, he also thinks like his wife dying is his fault. But this one really hurt. And I just wanted to say, like, he is so good. Like, when I first saw him, I was like, really an idol. But he's so good. Like, he portrayed the emotions so beautifully. Like, I cried. I cried so hard in his episode. Like, and they were so cute. Like, all the flashbacks that they showed of him and his wife. They were so cute. Like, I shipped them. Even though it was, like, less than five minutes, I really, really shipped them hard. Like, the two people that played the couple. But, yeah. So, that was what his own story was about. He basically lost his wife in an accident. And his wife didn't want to get escorted to the afterworld. So, then the risk management team had to protect her. But, obviously, Lee Seok already has beef with them. And them trying to stand in the way of his own job just made it worse. And, yeah. Then, the next one was a war veteran. Oh, my gosh. Like, obviously, I had to close my eyes most of the time when they were showing, like, what happened during the war. He fought in the war I don't remember. I think it was a war against... I actually read about it because I wanted to know what it was. I think it was a war against um, North Korea. I don't want to open it again because I'll get flashbacks of me reading it and how I felt. But yeah, so this episode was about a war veteran. What I really appreciated the most was like at the end when he... This is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. But like this case was actually special because he was destined to die the next day. But they had to protect him from dying by suicide the day before. So they just had to save him for just one more day to hang on so he can just die naturally. Because the thing is, the people who die by suicide go to hell. Like, when they get to the afterworld in this drama. Like, that's the concept. I really love at the end when he finally, like, died. Like, naturally. They brought a lot of people to escort him. Oh my gosh. It was so precious. Because part of his story is, like, he felt worthless. Like... No one respected him. The way people treated him was like the S-word, literally. Because they were trying to renovate the place and like rebuild, but he just didn't want to move. Yeah, you can just imagine how they would treat him. He always wore his veteran cap and then they'll just like basically make him feel really small. Yeah. So I love the fact that like when he died, they brought like almost everyone from the afterworld. Like most of the GRs, they brought them to escort him. It was so precious, guys. I cried. I cried in this part, too. Then the next case was a... Oh, yeah. It was about corporate life and some workers. So, basically, the risk management team, they have to go into this company. So, something happens in Jumadung and their network is ruined <laughs> or disturbed. So, there's a lot of bugs and... um. 
what you call this glitch glitch basically they have a glitch and so they can't really see the person's name but they see where the person works and they see the person's birthday or birth month so they have to go into the company and look through the files to see the workers born in that month and then they have to observe them to be able to see which one out of the workers so they realize that it's four workers but the issue with this is like all four people as they were observing each one had a problem so like once she was a working mom and she would get told off by her boss her daughter's always calling her husband is not helpful then another one she was plus size and people would always like jeer at her for eating and like their boss was just so stupid bro i love the fact that kimi-san put him in his place like oh my gosh kimi-san is such a queen but yeah so that was the second one so the first working mom second plus size the third is a dude he's always getting hit by the boss and he just feels like he's not good at his job but then he is on probation so he's trying to keep the job make it permanent so he has to take all the bs then the last one she is super skinny she's like perfect basically but like Kimi-san knew that there was an issue because one time she was in the bathroom and she heard her throwing up or something. So like trigger warning, basically she has an eating disorder. So now they have to find out of the four which one has the actual problem and it ends up being the one who has the eating disorder. Oops, I think that was a spoiler. But yeah, oh my gosh, this one really, really hit close to home too. And there was something powerful that I don't remember if it was Kimi-san who said it or if it was Rowan who said it, but he was like, sometimes people put you in a prison, but you're the one stopping yourself from coming out because you have the key to open the door to let yourself out, but you don't unlock the door. Like it wasn't verbatim what he said, but it was something in those lines. That was so deep. That was so deep because then they showed this scene. The story, another spoiler, is that she used to be plus size in the past and people would bully her for it. And so then she lost a lot of weight, but then she has an eating disorder. She can't retain food. Anything she eats, she has to throw it out because how she lost weight was by throwing up. Trigger warning. So she would put her hand down her throat and then throw up. So even now whenever she eats anything she has to throw up like her body can't take the food she is so skinny i actually wonder if they made the actress become so skinny for this because like you can see her spine like down her back that's how skinny she was or i don't know if they did it with makeup or whatever so yeah and then there was this scene her plus size self was in the dungeon there were a lot of people who would always make comments about her they were like standing outside but then in the back is herself being skinny and everyone starts disappearing so Rowan is talking to her and as he's talking to her her levels are going down and then people are disappearing and the only person that's left is her so her plus size self is in the prison and then she's standing outside and she starts walking closer and she's crying she's like I really want to let you out, but I don't know how to. The door is locked. And then her plus size self is like, get the key. And she's like, I don't know where the key is. But she looks at her hand and she is with the key. And she starts crying like, I'm so sorry. I've always had the key, but I didn't know that I had the key to let you out. Basically, just saying like, sometimes we do it to our own selves, especially people, once again, trigger warning, who have eating disorders. Like, it starts off with wanting to meet people's standards society standards of how you should look but then gets really bad and you're just the one putting this torture on yourself because you really want to get to that level like you don't even want it for yourself you just want it because that's what society wants for you like 
<sighs> anyway guys i don't want to start ranting but yeah this one hit close to home too actually i think i cried in that scene but i just found it really profound what rowan said whoever wrote that line in the script mad respect guys i really really appreciate that line and we had multiple struggles i also love the fact that they showed so the plus size everyone thought like she was the case which is really ironic because then the person who actually had the issue was someone who had the eel and who was obsessed with being skinny and then the plus size one she was like as long as she's healthy she is content with how she looks she loves her body i was like yes queen yes but i love the fact that she said health like she mentioned being healthy like that is your standard that should be your standard and she was like she is her own standard that was something else i really appreciated too as long as you're healthy for me that's just what it is as long as you're healthy then you're good don't do anything because society wants you to look a certain way be your own standard like that character said like make yourself your own standard in this world so you won't budge based on like what everyone else wants you to be or wants you to look like and whatnot okay so the next case after that was the broker this one this one traumatized me this was the start of the traumatizing section of this drama like what the heck so another trigger warning we're going to talk about suicide a lot it's attached to the previous case because rowan notices that the way the skinny lady the way she wanted to die by suicide was she shut all the windows like she sealed it with tape and whatever and she had this special gas that she turned on Oof, this is bringing back memories rest in peace jonghyun but anyway so she turns on the special gas and then she's inhaling it and that's how she wanted to die so he looks into the special guest and he realizes that someone is selling it online and what the person does is so if anyone tweets or like posts on their social media like i feel so depressed and whatever the broker who's selling it will contact that person and try to sell it to them basically tell them it's a painless way to die basically trying to get them to kill themselves and so roman is like okay he's going to test it out by himself so he posts on twitter like i'm so depressed like i don't want to be here anymore blah 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 and then the broker contacts him but he puts him in a group chat with other people and then he tells them so they plan to meet up in a certain place and basically all die together and the broker says that this time he's also going to die with them so Rowan goes there, but obviously he's going there to try to discourage them from dying, like all the people. But the issue is, like, Rowan always wants to take things into his hands, and he's always warned by his team leader not to do anything because it can get really dangerous, and it gets really dangerous in this case. So he goes there. There are three other people there. He gets there, so there are four now. When he sees that the broker, in quotes, comes with the gas, he tries to convince them so he's able to convince two people a guy and a lady to leave and then one last person is like no he's not going to leave like he's going to die for sure and then when the guy comes in with the gas Rowan starts fighting because Rowan took weapons from Jumadung and then he starts fighting however when he's able to hit him down he turns to the last person he's like are you okay and then the dude hits him so basically the twist this is a spoiler is that the last person is actually the broker oh my gosh this was so creepy but then what is even worse is that he is on the app so the broker dude they have to save him like i love this case so much because they have to even save someone like him he literally just tried to kill rowan however when the risk management team comes they have to save him and Rowan is like no he's not saving him 
But then oh, Lisa Hyuk is so hot. He comes and then basically he provokes Rowan because he does something to the dude. He's like showing him what he's going to feel when he goes to hell. And he basically brings out compassion out of Rowan. So Rowan saves him. Ugh. This was so hard because the dude, he ends up drinking like poison or something to kill himself when they're about to, because at first they're beating him up. Uh, Kimmy Sun is beating him up. <laughs> Such a queen. But then the other dude in the risk management team shows her the app. That, oh my gosh, he's on the app and we have to save him too. And so Rowan is like, no, I'm not saving him. Kimmy Sun leaves because she wants Rowan to take care of it and blah, blah, blah. This one was so painful to watch because imagine saving the person who literally just tried to kill you because he, he tried to kill Rowan the same way. He sealed up the windows. He wore like a mask or something to prevent himself from breathing it in. But then he he was basically strangling Rowan at the same time while he was forcing him to breathe in the gas. Damn, that's that was. Yeah, this one really traumatized me. So they called the ambulance to take him. However, so his punishment, which I really loved, his punishment was that he can't speak anymore. So like they got him through surgery and he was awake. However, he won't be able to speak. Now, Rowan had gone to the police station to kind of report it at first, but they were like, we need evidence. And so Rowan, I don't know who sent the video, but they sent the video back to him. And so the policeman came to the hospital to look for the dude and he starts running. And as he's running, he trips and he falls down the stairs and he hits his head. So his second punishment is he won't be able to hear. So now he can't speak and he can't hear, but he has a perfect sane mind and he's going to be bedridden. So he's not going to die, but his punishment is just as bad as Okay, I shouldn't say just as bad as death because it's not. But like, he can't do anything, literally. But they didn't kill him. Because Rowan was like, they need to kill him off. Like, if not, he's going to um, keep doing it to more people. And we'll have more victims that want to die by suicide and a lot of things like that. But yeah, I just really, really, really love the punishment that they gave him. <sighs> For that case, what I love the most was the conflict. Like, the conflict of... Having to save someone like him, basically. Okay, so the next case was the dog. Really? A dog? Like, really? A dog? <laughs> I was like, me? Crying for a dog? Like, what the heck? I actually cried the most for this case. If I tell you anything, it's just gonna ruin everything, but... Just know that I cried really hard for this case. Yeah, so that case was about a dog and its owner, basically. And Hakion is the owner. But I cried, I cried, I cried so much. Anyway... Starting from this next case, I just, I couldn't handle anymore. But I sat through this one, and then the following one was the one I was just like, yeah, no. Actually, not the following one. The one after it. So, I don't know why they put it back to back. Actually, I'm kind of happy that they did, because it's like, all of them are kind of in the same box. Oof. Okay, guys, this is a trigger warning. The next few cases will deal with rape, sexual assault, <sighs> Anyway, so this next case was a sexual assault one. This has made me so scared. Like, now I understand why they say don't go out in the dark or like always go out with a group of people because what the heck? This one, oh, this this one was hard. This one was really hard to watch. It's about twins, actually. So I should say it's the twins case, but it's based on sexual assault. So... The twins live together. They're in college, so they live away from home. They go out to drink that same night. Um, she tells her brother. So, like, she's usually really fierce and whatever. But then all of a sudden, she tells her brother, like, can you go home with me? I'm really scared. I don't want to walk by myself. But he thinks she's messing around, right? 
and then she ends up going by herself she's going through this alley actually it's not even the quiet place but there's just no one there all of a sudden this dude comes and he holds her and she thinks it's her brother at first so she doesn't even look at his face he tells her if you scream i'll kill you or if you try to run i'll kill you so she tries to fight for her life and she tries to run he drags her guys i had to skip all the violent part like i was just like i'm not doing this he drags her he beats her up and he rapes her basically now she goes to trial in ugh, lord basically the lawyer who's defending him tells her that if she didn't really enjoy what he was doing why didn't she scream like if she screamed loud enough then people around could have heard her i was like this bitch guys i'm so mad talking about it and the fact that this is what happens usually like <sighs> calm down and the dude was like smiling to himself because he basically only got two years and probation and the reason why is because everyone's like yeah i don't think he can do it he is a med student he is an example to a lot of people i don't think he can do it people started questioning if she lied about it oh my lord and then two years later another trigger warning she tries to harm herself she tries to slit her wrist she ends up in the hospital her family they're trying to appeal for another trial and her brother is protesting however she sees everything that they're doing is making it worse because everyone forgot about it at first now she's in the spotlight and people are hating on her she hates it right and another thing was that when it first happened you know family sometimes we can be really trash to our own family members basically like everyone was blaming her like if you weren't walking there if you weren't wearing what you were wearing if you didn't go out to drink that night like stuff like that i mean obviously they were saying it out of anger but still that really hurt her and so she was just like y'all say you're trying to help me right now but you guys were the ones to first blame me when this happened i don't need your help blah 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 her and her brother are both on the app and their suicide levels are really really high so the risk management team they have to come and protect both of them her brother feels like it is his fault because if he had walked with her that night then it wouldn't have happened that's what he believes i love this case though because Ryonggu, like the other person on the risk management team this case is really dear to him and this case is attached to the next case and why it is dear to him another trigger warning guys his mom was gang raped when he was a kid and she killed herself because of that yeah guys this was really intense for me this one like he beats up the dude like he goes there and he beats him up and he almost kills him basically because he's not in his right mind anymore he's just like punching him i was like i've never seen him react this way because he's usually the cool one always trying to stop kimi-san or roman from doing something stupid and so seeing him react that way that's how you know like this one really got to him something i really really loved so because of how lisa hyuk was behaving like the beef he had with the risk management team i couldn't tell if he was a bad person or a good person he was just really mean however this episode he proved to be a good person i was just like yes sir so basically they appeal for another trial in this case um kimi son is a prosecutor <laughs> i love what she says though she is like for every hateful comment that the girl received plus everything that he did to her like she says a crazy like number that's the amount of years she wanted him to be in prison for but obviously i think they give him 28 years and so as they're transporting him to the prison <laughs> Lisa Hyuk appears in front of the bus that they're taking him in. The police officers are like, oh my gosh, what was that? And so they get out of the bus and they're looking for what they saw. Lisa Hyuk goes into the bus. <laughs> I love her so much. And he tells the dude, you're going to die from a heart attack like in five minutes. So you wouldn't mind if I changed how you die, right? 
and then he sets the bus on fire and he's like for the legs who chased her for the hands who pinned her down for the mouth that laughed he was like he's going to burn he told him he's like you can shout all you want they won't hear you and you guys know like that was an important part of the case because his own lawyer told the victim that if she had screamed louder then people would have heard her and so it means that she didn't scream at all so i love the fact that when the guy was saying please save me and he was trying to call the police officers lisa hill was like you can scream all you want like they won't hear you so lisa hill got out of the bus and as he was walking away like you could see the bus explode and lisa hill was just walking i was like yes model oh my god he's so hot but yeah so i was like okay he's actually a good person then because i thought he was just really really mean bro i just i love when they get what they deserve <sighs> and so then the next case was about um Ryongu's past life and his mother okay <sighs> this is going to be intense to talk about guys so basically they believe in reincarnation so there's this thing that if you die by suicide then your link gets cut so you won't be able to meet the person so like your family or whatever however if you just die regularly then you will eventually meet your loved one or your family and blah blah now because his mom committed suicide because she died by suicide he isn't supposed to meet her however there's someone in like the present who looks exactly like his mom so he would always go and watch her just to make sure that she is okay and whatever so he's basically like his mom reincarnated this was so funny but like he has an alarm that goes off at 8 p.m every single day and he has to clock out at that time like he doesn't even go a minute over even if they're working like during that time once the alarm goes off he's just like yeah I'm out and it's because he goes to watch his mom in quote like the lady who looks exactly like his mom so now this lady is pregnant but that's the other case now for this case we basically watch like his own past life and the story I told you trigger warning but his mom got gang raped and because of that she committed suicide however he feels kind of and sorry guys if I keep saying committed suicide um he feels like he is a cause because right before she did it, there were a lot of rumors going around that his mom was a prostitute and whatever. And he saw men coming out of her apartment or their house was an apartment. It was like back in the historical times. So he saw a man coming out and so he kind of believed the rumor. And so he went and he was yelling like, it's so disgusting and so embarrassing to have you as a mom. And when he looked, he saw that she hung herself. So he always had that guilt that she died because of his words and he didn't know for a while that the men did what they did he thought she was a prostitute right but then he eventually found that and he went and he killed every single one of them i don't remember if he also died by suicide but i know that the person who escorted him was also kim Hee-sun. because kim Hee-sun, when she first went to juma dung she worked under lee suhyuk right anyway so that was the case of this one like they showed what happened to his mom <sighs> yeah and in the next case, so I told you that the mom was reincarnated to this woman who is now pregnant. In this case, it's about her. This is a spoiler, but she loses her baby. Trigger warning, but she gives birth to a dead child. So it's a stillbirth, I should say, yeah. And oh my gosh, when I saw the cause, I was like, people are mean. People are mean. Basically, she works in retail and it's basically a customer who pushes her down. And because of that, I think the force, like, she basically lost her baby. However, they would notice that her suicidal levels would go down every single night. And it was because she would dream 
that her baby's alive and she's basically taking care of her baby. So um, Kimi-san has to go into her dream and try to stop her from it. <sighs> oh, and also because of the last case, the one with the twins, because of how Ryong-gu reacted to it, he was transferred. I think it's either he quit the risk management team and he was transferred to another department. And so when this case happened with the woman who looks exactly like his mom, obviously they didn't want to tell him because they didn't want to involve him. However, when Kimi-san went into her dream, Rowan called him. Actually, no, the woman tried to overdose. And so Rowan called him that, hey, this is what's going on. So when she overdosed, she was having that dream. So Kimi-san was in her dream and then Ryungu went into the dream too to try to stop her. It was really precious. So yeah, that was what this case was about now the next case is the one that i actually watched half of it because i didn't know it was going to be as intense as it was but then i just had to skip and i attempted to read the recap of the episode <laughs> but in the recap the person was also like she can't write or he can't write the details because it's going to bring back memories of what they watched and so i was just like so i'm not the only one who couldn't handle this they basically trigger a warning and this actually happened in reality. Like, that's why I just couldn't. Because I was like, the fact that this actually happened. Like, what? It's basically about the comfort women. You guys can read about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, oh, yeah, you can read about it. But I watched into it. My heart just couldn't take it. I had to skip. I really had to skip. And even though I skipped, like, the parts that I watched, I had to recover. Like, couldn't go back and continue watching for days. It took me days to recover from this case. Like, and the fact that I didn't even watch the complete thing, but still, I was reacting this way. Like, I was just like, I'm done. Like, I don't think I can click on it anymore. Because everything about it, if you don't know what it's about, please read about it. It is history. Like, it actually happened. So, it's not something that's made up. Which is what makes it worse. Like, I just, I can't. I can't sit and watch it. I can't even talk about it. You know what? I'm just going to skip. I'm just going to skip this part. But yeah, read about it. And also, if your heart can take it when you're watching tomorrow, if you choose to watch it, then please watch it. I actually love the fact that they showed it because people are getting educated. Like, if you've never heard of it, it will make you actually read about what happened in history. <sighs> it really took me days to recover. Like, I even reconsidered watching and continuing tomorrow because of it. Anyway, so the next story, I mean, the next case was Rion's backstory. And Ryon is played by Kimi Sun. I'm not going to tell you guys anything about this because this is one of the major spoilers. Major spoilers. So I'm not going to tell you guys anything about it. But basically, we just watch what she was in her past life and how she ended up in hell. Because I told you guys, like, she was brought from hell. Yeah. Something that's important is, like, when she was in hell, like, when the director went to get her out of hell, she told her there will come a time where you have to save someone and when that time comes you really have to save that person and you'll get what you want they never really told us what she wanted i mean at the end she asked her like what do you want and she told her but i thought like there was something specific that she had already told her prior to what they were showing but yeah so yeah that was something important i kind of predicted what it was <laughs> but it's kind of important and then the last case if I'm not mistaken, was about the idol, the singer, the idol. I really love this. This was really, really, really realistic. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this one, but this case was also special because it was dear to Ryun. So the singer is the reincarnation of 
the person who was closest to Ryeon in her past life. So that's why she basically reacted the same way Ryeonggu reacted in the twins case. Because that case has something to do with his own past life. And this case has something to do with her own past life. And so, yeah, she was just like, oh my gosh, she was beating them up. Like, she actually wanted to kill everyone who has something to do with this case. <sighs> so, yeah, those were all the cases. I'm so sorry if I gave away too much, but this drama is still worth watching. Please check it out. Like, at least I didn't spoil it for you guys. Like, the biggest spoiler has something to do with Rion. So, the thing is, I saw a clip. Not even a clip. I just saw a thumbnail on YouTube. And I already predicted, like my mind just went wild and I was just predicting everything and I was kind of right about what I predicted. And that was like the biggest spoiler, but still, it is so worth watching. It is so worth watching. <sighs> yeah, I told you guys, do not miss the epilogues. Like those are really one of the best parts of, <laughs> of each episode. Oh my God. Dang, this drama had a lot of historical like flashbacks. I feel like I might as well just watch a historical drama at this point because like I had to sit through a lot of historical parts and I was just like, feels like I'm watching a historical drama because yeah, it had a lot, but still, I don't think I will. Oh my gosh, and at the end of episode 15, which is the case of Rion's backstory, they actually played Still Love You by Leon Gi and Hui Song. But it sounded like a cover. Like, I don't know. I feel like it was Hui Song singing, but it just didn't sound like the original song. But yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, I really love the song. I didn't know that they would add it. Like, it's not an official OST. They just added it here. And in the last case, so basically people who are supposed to be destined to meet each other or have some type of connection, they have a red thread connecting them. Y'all remember there was something similar in my roommate is Ogumiho. <laughs> that was so funny. But yeah. The last case, there was actually a thread connecting Rowan and the idol. And so, uh, Hison was like, they're going to have something in the future. Now, obviously, you would think, okay, maybe they're going to be a couple. But I love that Rowan at the end, this might be a spoiler, but he saves someone using tickets. So, when the risk management team gets there, they're actually one step late because Rowan is already saving the dude. So, like, I just found this so precious. And this is why I want a season two. I really want a season two because, like, they have to wait 50 years for him to die and join them. <laughs> I really, really love it. I really want a season two of like Rowan being a part of the risk management team and more cases and stuff. Please, can you give us a season two? Like, I would be so happy. I would be so happy if we actually have a season two. And, like, I want one with the two team leaders together, like Hisan and Lisu Hyok. Anyway, so some random things. Okay, as much as I really loved Hisan in this drama, I don't know, there's just something about her acting that I didn't vibe with. I was just like, why is she, she's sounding so not natural. Like, I don't know, there's just something about her acting, I was like, it's just off. Like, I really love the character and I love Hisan. And like I said, she was amazing at Angry Mom. So I was just like, I don't know, like sometimes she would talk and it just sounds like she's such a bad actress, but she's not. <sighs> Yeah, I told you that I spoiled it for myself with the YouTube thumbnail because I put two and two together and I kind of figured it out. And it's about, actually, hmm, I'm not going to say this because this is a big spoiler. It's a big spoiler, so yeah. <laughs> There's this one epilogue where, so they're basically the scammers. They're shamans or shamans. I don't know how you say it. And there's this one scene, so Rowan fell for it and Rowan was feeling kind of dumb, but then he also saw that Lucy Hawk fell for it. <laughs> The way Lisa Hyuk was staring at the lady, he's the hopper. He stared at her and then something happened. So basically, he wasn't just staring at her. He was kind of doing some magical things with his eyes. And 
that made me laugh so hard guys oh yeah there are some things that confused me it was bugging me so much so i tried not to think about it a lot so okay so they went to the past for his friend's case his friend who was failing his exams they went into his past to change stuff but then my concern or like the question that i had is what they did did it change what happened or like if someone died in the past and then they went to the past and they stopped the person from dying does it change anything in the future like it's now the future right so it was just confusing i don't know if you understand what i'm saying it was just really confusing so they stopped his dad from killing himself but then in the future his dad is already dead so i'm just like huh and also like rowan never had a picture with his dad because his dad was a reporter and whenever they wanted to take a family picture the dad would be the one taking the picture but then rowan is able to take a picture of his family like when he goes back to the past and then in the future we see that in the picture that's in his house the dad appears on the picture so i'm like did what they do like in the past actually affect the future and if it did then what happens if they stop the dude from killing himself then he should be in the future right but in the future he's dead so i'm just like i don't know it was it was really confusing yeah guys so even though i put it on hold <laughs> i gave in and i watched one episode on may 26th and then i watched like two more episodes or another episode on may 29th and then i actually put it on hold and continued i continued june 8th oh uh, yeah so i told you that lisa kyok's character he just he can't forgive people who commit suicide who die by suicide because he just doesn't understand it there was a time where he said he doesn't see the point of having the risk management team because if only a few words can make the people change their mind from dying by suicide, then why can they just easily choose to die by suicide? Like, I don't remember verbatim what he said, but it was trivializing everything that the risk management team does. He's like, really? So you're telling me like they're going to save them by just telling them this few words? Like, then they really didn't see life to be that important. And then the director told him, imagine how they are feeling to actually choose death just because they haven't heard those words. I don't know if I can explain this. So basically, he is saying, <laughs> I feel like I'm explaining, but I'm not really explaining. So he is saying like, how can they easily choose death when a few words can make them change their mind? And she, like her counter argument was the fact that they're able to choose death just because they haven't heard those words should tell you that the words actually have a lot of impact kind of thing. I don't know if that makes any sense. You know what? I'm just going to move on because <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I'm helping you guys. Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about, guys. I'm actually drained. So I'm going to read the plot synopsis and I will rate it and then, yeah, we can end. <laughs> We're not going to have an unfiltered recap. Dang, I have been recording for over an hour. Are you kidding me? What the heck? I don't want to have to edit this. <laughs> anyway, here is the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff. It says, Choi Jung-un, what? Choi Jung-un, played by Ruin, looks for a job, but it is hard for him to get hired. One night, he accidentally meets Grim Reapers, Kuryon, played by Kim Hee-sun, and Im Rong-gu. Why are their names so hard to pronounce on this episode? <laughs> the two GRs belong to a crisis management team. Ryeon is the leader, and Ryong-gu is a member. Their objective is to save suicidal people. Soon, Choi Jung-un becomes a new member of the crisis management team. I guess they're calling it the crisis management team, but when I watch it on Netflix, it says the risk management team yeah it has 16 episodes it aired april 1st to may 21st and yeah the title is naive aka tomorrow oh i guess it is based off of a webtoon or a webcomic 
those are the same thing, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. But yeah, it is so good. The important people are Kim Hee-sun, Ro-woon, Lee Si-hyuk, Yoon Ji-yeon, and Kim Hee-suk. Obviously, we have a lot more important people because every case has a different group of people and a different set of actors. So it's going to take forever if I try to call their names. But yeah, I will rate this a solid 9 out of 10. It is so good. I think it is one of my favorite dramas now. I don't know if I'm ever going to rewatch because it was really traumatizing and it was a lot for me to handle. But I think it is a really good drama. So check it out, guys. Please check it out. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. If you like content like this, and if you don't mind, please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content. Alrighty, annyeong. Now, even though I did not take notes on this episode, there were some facts that I just had to take notes of. So, like, I tried not to take notes of what I was watching, like I've done for previous episodes, because when I start doing that, like, dang, I just keep taking notes, and then when I come on here to record i don't want to talk about everything because it's just a lot and it's overwhelming but i did take notes of a few parts that i just didn't want to forget so more than taking the notes for this episode it's for me to remember (laughs) just because i didn't want to forget um yeah okay it's so loud all of a sudden when i'm trying to start this recording (laughs) oh my god um I don't know if the mic is picking up the background noise of the cars, but I'm just going to go with this because I really want to record. Okay. Seriously, it is so loud in the background today. I think I need to do something about it. Give me a second. That's why it took me this long to complete it. Plus, I am watching other dramas as well, like actively watching. So I go back and forth between the three dramas that I'm watching. Actually, it's more than three now. Yeah, so I started May 7th. Um, When I first started, I was like, it gave me, if you guys have watched Witch's Love, like Witch's Love, <laughs> whenever I say it, it sounds like Witch is Love. But the one with um, Yoon Sohee? Is it Yusuke, Hongbin, and what is his name? Oh my gosh. How do I not remember? He has the same name as my baby, but he doesn't have a last name. Um, It's not even that important. Hyunwoo, Hyunwoo, yeah. So that was what I was thinking. Uh, So I I was actually... You know, what I've been recording so far is actually trash, and I'm just going to put everything in the blooper section. <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it. So I started this drama May 7th. Um, I know there's a time she has to interview her for something. She has to interview her as a writer, and she has to write, like, her story. So she's not a reporter, but maybe she's, like, a journalist. No, that's kind of, that's not the same, but it's close. Now, if you guys don't know, I think I've said it before, there are three things I can't handle in this world, okay? Bullying, smoking, and domestic abuse. Like, no, just no. (laughs) 
I can't handle hearing it. It makes me feel, it kills me, literally, to hear about it. Well, smoking doesn't really kill me. I'm just like, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get why you know that you're hurting yourself and you keep doing it. But that's another topic for another episode because, yeah, I don't want to get too personal. But the first case in this was about bullying. I cried. I felt angry. Like, anyway, so in this case, someone is basically, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. That was the third, the fourth case. So bullying, failing exams, losing a loved one, war veteran. Actually, this was the fifth one. Yeah, what was interesting to me is, so the person who plays the director is actually this lady, Kim Hisuk. The other thing I've watched of her is My Father is Strange. That's really popular. But what's actually interesting is she was, she acted room number nine with Kim Hee-sun. I started a drama because of Kim Young Kwang, but I kind of dropped it because it was too much for me it was making me so scared it's making me so scared and i couldn't handle it that is the truth so i dropped it but actually i didn't drop it i just put it on hold and i do intend on completing it sometime because i really want to watch it like i love the story and kimia Quink is in it but yeah so i just found it interesting that both of them were also in this drama and if you know what room number nine is about then seeing their interaction here was quite interesting I don't want to spoil both dramas, but yeah. Also, it's interesting that in Room Number 9, she acted with Kim Young-Kwang, and here, she's acting with Lee Si-hyuk. And if you don't know, Kim Young-Kwang and Lee Si-hyuk are best friends in real life, and they're my two babies. I mean, Kim Young-Kwang is my number one, but if you listen to the episode I made on my favorite actors, then Lee Si-hyuk is way up on my list of favorite actors. I just really love this dude a lot. His voice is like everything. (laughs) And he's a model, bro. Like, every time he walked, I was just like, Dang, Lisa Hyuk, oh my goodness. At first, I was like, really a dog? Like, really a dog? (laughs) Personally, I feel like I'm just giving a lot of my personal information or like my opinions out here. But anyway, I'm not a fan of animals. Oops, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying that. Sorry, guys. Like, I have my own experiences that make me not like animals. And... A dog or dogs are at the top of that list. So when I saw a dog, I was like, really? Like, I just, I picked up my phone and I was like, okay, I'm just going to let it play in the background and yeah, do my stuff. However, the first person that made me look at the screen was Hakyon. So Hakyon was the person in this. Oh my gosh, he made a cameo appearance. I I squealed, bro. I was just like, I really love Hakyon. Like, dang, I really love this man. But anyway, so Hakyon was also involved in this case. And so that was the first thing that made me turn back to the screen. But then I actually bawled my eyes in this case. It was, I don't even, I don't want to spoil it because, <laughs> by the way, this is so random. But yesterday I just, I watched like the twerk um scene from Mr. Queen of, <laughs> of Shinestan <laughs> twerking. That was so funny. That was so funny. But anyway, maybe I will complete Mr. Queen. It's like um like that's just the honest truth it was making me scared and i couldn't handle it oof that was loud i don't remember if it was the director or or run or i don't remember if it was the director or run who told him this rion it's so hard to say her name rion who told him this but she was just like yeah i'm just gonna be vague about this but at the end i also love okay i shouldn't say at the end i'm gonna bleep that out but 
this is I'm just gonna say this vaguely, but I love the part of Lisa Hyok taking all the blame. Oh my gosh, I was just like, yes, sir, this guy is just hot, bro. And I really, really loved it. <sighs> and Rowan, like, I love Rowan so much. I really, really love Rowan. Like, so the singer, the idol, she's having a concert and Rowan gets tickets. So, like, now he has gone back to reality. Like, his six months is up and he's no longer in Jumadung. And so he actually saved someone who wants to commit suicide. The new actor I told you guys about, what was his name again? Um, Yoon Jion. I'm just gonna call him that. I think it's Jion, not Jion, because it is spelt with an O N. Is that the actual one? Because Jun is like, I wanna see what the spelling Hanguk is. Um, let's see. Yoon Jion. On. 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 Oh, on. On. It's so hard to say. I've never seen someone spelt like I've never seen like someone spelt with Oh sorry, someone texted me and I was looking at it. <laughs> I've never I've never seen someone spelt a name spelt like his. But anyway, so it's the same way I felt about um Never mind. I can't remember her name. I remember, but I don't know how to say it. From Our Beloved Summer. The same way I felt her acting was just mediocre. That's the same way I felt about his son's acting here. But then I really, really love his son. Like, I really... It didn't It didn't stop me from watching. And it really didn't affect me. But it's just sometimes I would just be like, why is her acting bad? Like... <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know what it is about this drama that makes it seem that way. But Hisan is an amazing actress, guys. She is. But yeah, so at first I thought the transition... No, I thought the arrangement of the scenes felt rather random. But then I also thought that they did it on purpose. Because some, some, like most of the cases didn't blend into each other. Except like towards the end where like Rungu's past life was connected to the pregnant woman and then rion's backstory and then rion's backstory was connected to the idol singer but yeah most of the cases had nothing to do with each other and also the one about the broker and the skinny lady because like it was because rowan saw the gas that he contacted the broker and stuff like that well he didn't contact him he tried to get him to show up basically okay guys so y'all know that i put out two other content on one K movie and another K drama that only has two episodes. I actually recorded those since April, but I'm only getting them out now or like the last two or like recently. I don't know what I'm talking about. But the point is, I heard, well, I saw a YouTube. I didn't really watch the video because I really don't care, but Camille Quinn was on the thumbnail and the title was like Korean actors who have who have said trash or BS about women or whatever. Now, I just want to say that if he really said that, I am apologizing on his behalf. <laughs> I really love Kimmy and Quang, but still, I'm not going to support a misogynist or like a sexist or anything like that. So if he did say something, I'm just letting you guys know that I don't know what he said because I didn't watch the video. But yeah, we don't support trash like that. Just a disclaimer. I put out those episodes without knowing. It was after I put out the episodes that I realized that he probably said something. Once again, I don't know what he said, but if he did say something, then shake in my head. I'm not blindly supporting someone like that if that's what it looks like. And also, guys, so I just found out, actually not right now, but a few weeks ago, 
I found out about a movie. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I honestly wanted to watch it because of the people that it has, but it's about aliens and I'm not really a fan of that. However, I'm just going to list out the people that I really love that are in this movie. We have Rujinyo, Kim Terry, Kim Ubin, Soji, So Lihani. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. How do you put Rujinyo, Kim Ubin, Soji, So and Lihani? in the same freaking movie like i am so tempted to watch it and obviously now i like kim terry because of 2521 even though i have beef with that drama but yeah i was just like why does it have to be about aliens i'm going to try my best to watch it when i find where to watch it <laughs> yeah i will try my best to watch it if i can then it's whatever but anyway i'm still watching our blues i still love it and obviously i get to see key movie in there so pretty satisfied yeah, I don't think I have any other edit that I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to end it here. I feel like when I drop the mic, I'm going to remember what I wanted to say. But it's so interesting. Like, even though I didn't take a lot of notes, I recorded for over an hour, which is why I didn't want to take notes because I didn't want to record for this long. But anyway, okay, peace. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.